0: Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. It uh, was indeed a nicer day than what we're in for uh, the next 24 hours. Is cold weather is starting to take over across the prairies. But uh, last night, some of the Regina Pats were out delivering pizza, knocking on doors. You order some pizza? Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Pats were doing that for Western Pizza. They do this year after year, which is kind of cool. Delivering heart-shaped pizzas to go out. I heard a lot of the restaurants in town uh, were full with reservations. Big day. And uh, some of you might have chosen to stay home, order in, or else cook something up for your partner. Or maybe you're just waiting because uh, I've heard a few people say going out for Valentine's on Friday, maybe Saturday night for dinner instead. So it might be busy too. Make a reservation even for the weekend here. We're now halfway through the month of February. Remember, too, this is a leap year month here, right? 29 days this month. So you have an extra day to contribute to your RRSP this year. Yeah, deadline is the end of the month. And certainly as a parent... We go day to day wondering what will happen next. It does sound like a communication collapse. The teachers blaming the province. Essentially,
1: the minister and the Ministry of Education and the Saskatchewan party government are trying to make a pinky promise with teachers uh, while they cross their fingers behind their back.
0: The province's education minister blaming teachers. We were ready to bargain, but if if the union leadership isn't ready to talk about the issues on the table, then what's the point of meeting? Kind of sounds like the grown-ups were actually in uh, class, right? It's kids playing the blame game back and forth. Anyhow, still no deal, and uh, the teachers remain without a new contract and will continue to take action that is going to affect you and me and students rotating strikes right across the province tomorrow, largely affecting Prince Albert and North Battleford area. But here at home and everywhere across the province, there's definitely no noon-hour supervision and depending on uh, what division you're in, it's, it's a little different. The public elementary school schedule tomorrow will close schools from noon till 2. The extended break, they say, is necessary to accommodate transportation, teacher prep time, and uh, the lunch break itself. So 2 o'clock in the public school system, school resumes for elementary. And until the school bell ends the day, the high school schedule, public, will compress its schedule till 1 when students will be done for the day. And if elementary students choose to return to school from 2 p.m. till uh, the 3.30-ish school bell, know this transportation will not be provided to uh, return home in the afternoon. And, of course, all field trips, charter buses, full band, are canceled. Catholic school students, I I can't find anything on social media, so it might be a little different in the Catholic school system, but uh, parents, check Edsby account, of course. And with your local school, I'm sure your students are being made aware of it too. Prairie South School Division Moose Jaw. Their website says closed for the noon hour. That's about it. Prairie Valley schools will be open with normal start and end times. And classes will run normally. Morning, afternoon bus transportation also operating normally for Prairie Valley schools. But no noon hour supervision. They're going to lean on uh, those out of the Teachers Federation to make it work as best as they can. But uh, I don't know. Of course, February break all next week. Something tells me as this continues to get a little messy and drag on between the province and the teachers, it's not going to end quickly. I think what would really rattle everyone is if uh, the teachers announced during February break that They're just going to take a whole other week off after that. And that would really mess with parents who, again, I I still feel in my uh, circle of uh, friends and family with kids in school, uh, like me, I, I support the teachers. And I think the majority do. I know there are those who do not. And right now I think that until they do something really drastic, which to me would be taking a whole week extra, I don't think this is going to get uh, solved too quickly. It's frustrating on both sides, I know. But uh, uh, yeah, I-, I think it's going to drag on quite a bit unless a real drastic move is taken. I think they take a whole week off, then, <laughs> then the parents are going to be raging a lot more. And the province might be uh, wanting to do something a little quicker. But uh, this is from both sides, it's a PR disaster, I think. Well, what do I know? I'm just the Morley Show host, hoping that you are set for colder weather. We can be heroes just for one day. Cup of Kansas City Chiefs were real-life heroes yesterday. I'll get to that in a moment, but uh, not before we just kind of Look what happened yesterday at that Kansas City Chiefs victory parade. Everything started out as you would expect, right? Hundreds of thousands of people gathered watching the players in a parade. Then they took the stage. At one point, listening to a very drunk Travis Kelsey singing Friends in Low Places with some new lyrics. Blamed it all
1: on my roots. (laughs) I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners' affair.
0: Leave the singing to Taylor, buddy. But uh, when Kelsey uh, lost his place in the song, Patrick Mahomes jumped in. And uh, then Travis replaced him rather quickly again. Anyhow, once they left the stage, that's where it became just total mayhem. Horribly. One person was killed, 22 others wounded in a shooting. And at least three of the wounded are in critical condition this morning. And the police have detained three people for questioning. But there's no word on a motive. In fact, they estimate there was a million people gathering in downtown Kansas City. Shots rang out shortly after the end of the rally that followed the parade, and some Chiefs players were actually still on the stage when it happened. Others had already started boarding the team buses. The majority of the players, though, in shock, obviously. Some of them got off the bus to comfort kids when they saw them running for safety. Trey Smith gave the WWE title belt that they were wearing up on the stage. To a kid to uh, help calm him down. And how about the two Chiefs fans caught on tape, tackling one of the shooters and helping prevent anyone else from being harmed? When they tackled him, the gun flew out. Cops eventually assisting them. It was all caught on tape. Uh, said, we... No, no. No, we tackled, him. I, we tackled no, him. We tackled him. We, when we tackled him, the gun flew out. Paul Conteras, who's one of the guys you heard there, saying we tackled him to the cops. And later. And uh, in an interview he described what happened. One guy was hollering, saying, you know, stop him, catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever, and he's just just bailing running. And out of nowhere I heard that guy hollering, so I'm just like, Okay, well, I'm right here and I just I never think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate, it was just just do it. So I went to go tackle him and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, "Oh, you know, we got to take this guy down." Like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. Honestly, those two guys ought to get Super Bowl rings for the tackle. But it is just stunning that uh, we're, we're getting to the point where gathering in numbers has, has become so dangerous. You th- you think of this, you think of. A few years ago, the Vegas shooting at the country music festival. And of course there's all the school shootings, the grocery store, the mall shootings, church shootings, and now a Super Bowl parade. My goodness. It's just getting to the point where you start to question going anywhere. It's hard not to be worried. It's crazy what's going on. And it happens here in Canada too, but, uh, not to the extent stateside where of course the gun laws are a lot different, but, uh, Man, that's just incredibly horrible and uh, good on those guys for for doing their civic duty and doing what they could to tackle. But uh, sadly, uh, so many others hurt. More coming up with Kevin Martell. way through the uh, month of february it's payday for many and uh talking to some of my co-workers who were out for valentine's day yesterday in the evening for supper said it was jam-packed at the restaurants they were at i heard from a few of my restaurant owner owning buddies that uh they had full reservations couldn't take anymore so it's nice to hear that uh Valentine's Day was a success for restaurants, at least around town, by the sounds of it, too. And a lot of people were uh, ordering heart-shaped pizzas or else just enjoying a little downtime at home. Maybe you cooked for your partner. Hope you had a good Valentine's Day. And now we're uh, closing in on a long weekend. Monday is family day. No school all next week. If you're looking for things to do, I'm going to start a list here, starting this morning. Jason Madity of GetFishing.ca joins me because it's a no fishing weekend, or pardon me, it is a free fishing weekend uh, coming up here on the long weekend. Jason, thanks for being here.
1: Very happy to be here, Greg. Thanks for having me on.
0: It's a long weekend, and I know many are going to take advantage of free fishing weekend. We'll get into specific details in a moment on that, but normally, Jason, right about now, we wouldn't be worried about ice safety yet. Should we be?
1: You know, uh Even on what I would call a normal year where where this one hasn't been, I I always ask people to use caution because wind and current and the up and downs that we've had, especially those double-digit plus temperatures we had at the end of January, early February, really beat up on what available ice there was. So most places are fine if you're walking. Anything more than that, I'd be very, very cautious. And, And if you are out there, you want to avoid places where you see ice coming together, forming ridges, those are natural weak spots. So just be careful when you're navigating out there is the best advice I could give.
0: Walking's the way. Okay, it's a free fishing weekend, so let's get to some of the basics. If you're going out, what do you need?
1: Well, first off, free fishing weekend runs this Saturday to to the end of the day, Monday. You do not need to buy a license, Greg, but you need to know the rules. And I define rules by knowing what am I catching, being able to identify the fish, and realizing that a walleye is not a perch, and that you can keep only four walleyes in the province to a certain size, and you can only keep 10 perch on somebody's water, like, for example, uh, buffalo pounds. So you're allowed to keep a few fish, even though you don't have a license, but you have to follow those rules. And as I say, know what you're catching and know what you're keeping. If you go to the Saskatchewan Angler's Guide, saskatchewan.ca slash fish, it will get you there. You can... Get to know what all the, all the angling rules are. It's a pretty quick read. It actually has some illustrations of what each fish looks like and what, what the limits are. But if you go to getfishing.ca, which is our website that's going to show you all the techniques you need to use to catch these fish, clearly labeled, these are walleyes and this is how you catch walleyes. These are perch, this is how you catch perch, pike, and so forth. So those are the two real easy ways to to be able to look
0: at the fish, the color, the body style, and know what you're catching. Jason Matterday of GetFishing.ca with great advice. You need some gear. You need some tackle. What is it that you should not leave the house without?
1: You for sure can't catch anything without a little rod and reel combo. And There's many uh, places in the province you can get that for, you know, as little as $25. You can get yourself a handful of lures. I'm thinking you're probably going to need a budget of between $50 and $80 because you can also get yourself, like, you're going to have to punch a hole in the ice Fortunately, Free Fishing weekend. there's lots of people out there, most anglers are pretty friendly to punch you a hole or two so you can get through the ice. Uh, but if you get, a, like, a hand crank auger, they're fairly inexpensive, and you can usually get an adapter to put them on if you got, like, a power drill that you use in your garage. You can use that to punch a hole in the, in the ice too. convert that hand auger to do that. So basically, something to put a hole in the ice rod and reel to jig with, and some hook on the end to to be able to jig with.
0: Jason Manity, my guest, last time I talked to you, I think it was back in December, you said you could drill a hole anywhere on Buffalo Pound, and a perch is going to come out almost immediately. So where is the biggest uh, fishing hole right now?
1: Well, you know, Buffalo is still quite good. And as they say, good good population of anglers out there to help you out. February does slow down sometimes on the big lake, like Last Mountain and places like that. But the Capel Lakes, I understand, have still been... Reasonably consistent for walleyes. Lake Diefenbaker, Baker. If you want to take a little bit further drive, uh, diefenbaker Baker's been doing well for perch, walleyes, and whitefish. That some of the folks I've been talking to as well. So, and it took a while to freeze up, bigger lake. Uh, but it's uh, again, if you're if you're on foot, you should be in good shape.
0: Some great tips for a free fishing weekend, Jason. Nice to have you back on the show. Thanks a lot. You bet, Greg. Have a good weekend. I want to- So one of my favorite songs of the 70s, show me the way. He has been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with Cher, Cool and the Gang, Oasis, Dave Matthews Band, Ozzy Osbourne, Foreigner, Sinead O'Connor, Mary J. Blige, Jane's Addiction, Lenny Kravitz, and Mariah Carey? Is Mariah rock? I guess if they thought Dolly did last year, why not Mariah? I don't know if they should call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, just the, the Music Hall of Fame now, if they're going to continue. Rider fans, we're introduced to A.J. Ouellette yesterday, who set career highs in rushing yards last, year's, last year as an Argonaut. And uh, like his coach, when he got here for the first time, they walked A.J. out to the turf of Mosaic, right out of the player's tunnel so he could look at the field, and they captured it on video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Home, baby. Rider Nation, this is home. We're home. Yeah, he really embraces the Thor character. It's his look with long hair, and he's a pretty intense guy on the field. In fact, they're selling Rider green Thor hammers already at the Ryder store where fans lined up last night to meet him in person and get that first autograph. He said, he told us, he's here because of Corey Mace. Oh, he's been amazing. He was probably the leading cause of my decision, um, just the way that he coached, uh, the way that he leads men and um, a coach and a father, a husband that uh, a guy in my situation can look up to. Andrew Olette was on the green zone yesterday, too, to talk about his decision to sign with the Riders and how even that Thor handle came about. I know I showed up to camp with my hair just freshly bleached, and that's when some of the Mm -hmm. um, Thor comments were were being said. And then uh, my nephew bought me the Thor Hammer, um, one of the first couple games of the season. And I brought it out for that that Hamilton game, and the rest is history. I guess. Yes. Hey, another rider news: uh, Jake Dolagala got picked up by the BC Lions, and the brothers Kelsey, Travis, and Jason. They, you know they have a podcast. If you're a sports fan, called New Heights. This week, Jason called out Travis for his rage against Coach Andy Reid on the sidelines at Super Bowl. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be
1: honest. The yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this.
0: I immediately wish I had took it back. Coach Reid actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know. Hey, man, I love your passion. I got cameras on me all over the place, man. He's letting you know not not to be like that. Just fired me up even more to go out there and get a victory for him, man.
1: I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody knows the reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction
0: like this it wasn't me mad at coach reed as as it looks it was the frustration of our team not having success turning the ball over and me being on the sideline on the sideline
1: damn it it was pleading with your head coach to let you go out there and win this that's what it was me and you both know what it was
0: Travis and Jason Kelsey from their podcast, New Heights. Also in that podcast, Travis admitted he was stunned. The 49ers chose to take the ball first in overtime. Patrick Mahomes sure was. You can see it in his eyes if you look back on that. CJME News Time now is 627.